要まどかあなたは自分の人生が尊いと思う家族や友達を大切にしてるええっと私は大切だよ家族も友達のみんなも大好きでとっても大事な人たちだよ本当に本当だよ嘘なわけないよそうもしそれが本当なら今とは違う自分になろうだなんて絶対に思わないことにさもなけば全てを失う Doing this fucking hot mic shit again, huh? Let me start recording on my end this time for once. Oh shit. I don't have Audacity open, and if I open it, I'm gonna get the weird low voice.、Uh, I just realized I didn't. Wait, no. This is fine. This is fine. So you don't wanna record on my end? You just wanna use Craig? I'm stretching. I'm yawning. Oh, I'm gonna eat、uh, rice. I'll take a rice and eat it. Are we not doing a podcast? What energy is this? You said eat it. Oh. But okay. Um, look, I was wishing I was dead like 30 minutes ago. Give me a minute to rev my engines. Can't do that on the podcast. <laughs> I just need a second to get like configured. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you host this one, right? Yes. What, what kind of fucking shit show do you think this is? <laughs> Jeez. You host podcasts? Fuck you. I love you.、Mm-hmm. You're my best friend. Oh,、uh, what a downgrade. I'm going to marry you, dumbass. <laughs> I mean, if you ask.、Mm-hmm. Nothing set in stone. But you are saying yes before I ask. <laughs> I'm saying that if you ask, I would say yes. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm trying to get ready for podcasting, and my entire Twitter <laughs> is people posting pictures from the Cats musical. <laughs> Let's close Twitter. Let's、hmm? close Twitter. Podcast poison. The Cats, the Cats musical is what、uh, people were talking about yesterday when they said that Twitter started looking like shit. <laughs> <laughs> They updated Twitter and put all these cats in there. <laughs> Question. So I've closed、mm-hmm. the tab with Twitter in it. Should I close、uh-huh. the tab with、uh, Essence Capture in it? With what?、Uh, Essence Capture. It's a two cost blue card. Ah,、oh, goddammit. <laughs> Should I close this tab? Yeah, go ahead and close that tab. 
Okay, we uh, should I close this tab with Ashiok the Dream Render? No, you got to keep that one. <laughs> keep it close. <laughs> okay, that one's open. Final tab, uh, the Gundam Wiki page for Amuro Ray. What? <laughs> I had to check his age yesterday. <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah. That one open or closed? Uh, go ahead and switch it to Quattro Bagina. Okay. Eight Bajinas. You know what's fucked up? If you go to the Amaro Ray Gundam Wiki page and you control F Quattro, he's not here. Well, no, dipshit. It's the fucking Amaro page. <sighs> yeah, but presumably Quattro Bajina is on here somewhere. No. Um, okay. I've, Did I've, they ever meet? I've... <laughs> Quattro and Char? Yes, they do. No, Quattro and Amaro. Oh, yeah. Quattro and Amaro do meet. Because... Oh. Does the Gundam ever walk? Yes. <laughs> Partway... So, like, 20 episodes into Zeta, Quattro is still every telling everybody, Char... I've never met him. I don't know who Shar Aznable is. I don't know why you would think that I'm Shar Aznable. And people are asking him, like, people are saying, like, you're Shar. I met you during the last war. You're fucking Shar Aznable. Um, and <laughs> he just keeps shrugging it off. And then finally, he meets up with Amaro, and he can't lie to Amaro. That's his boyfriend. Hmm. <laughs> He was looking for a mother figure. <laughs> Who was Quattro? Don't worry about it. Char was. It was. It's complicated. <laughs> Char was looking for a mother figure. That's why he became bad or something. For, for himself or for Camille? I mean, for himself, but in turn for Camille, I suppose. If you really want to think about it. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Do you want to start the podcast? I was just about or to say, <laughs> are we good? Is that Erica's Gundam character? <laughs> yes! Yes, it is! Caswell <laughs> Daikun is Char's original name. That's the. That's his. Caswell Daikun is his dead name. Wait, what? He was born Caswell Daikun and adopted the mon moniker Char Aznable. Um, uh, because Caswell was the son of royalty. And he 
he didn't want to be a royal anymore, so he took the name Shar Aznable. Then when Shar became too famous, he became Quattro. And then he reassumed the name Shar, but was trying to take on the legacy of Zeon Daikun as well. And so he kind of went by he went by Shar, but he was also Casval Daikun in the end. Um me, the person with three names. That's too many names. <laughs> <clears throat> Episode 57. <laughs> Episode 57. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Export Audio, a podcast where we talk about anime. We're to an anime this week. Yeah, my name is Autumn. I also go by Allison. What's your name? I'm Nora, and I also go by Zoe. Hell yeah. Um, and today we are not here to talk about Mobile Suit Gundam. We are here to talk about Casher and Sins. We are here to talk about... I'm going to watch an episode of Casher and Sins after this, actually. Madoka Suit Magica. Mobile Suit Witches. Mobile Suit Academia. <laughs> okay, but I'd watch that, actually. Wait, that's just Riley's Vecromancer saying. Nora, can I break your heart? Can I get close up on the mic? Why, you're like, really close up on the mic? I think you should take a look at that when you edit this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Mobile Suit Academia is just Ender's Game. <laughs> Does Gundam have their politics in Ender's Game? Um, Ender's Game itself has politics that I don't find entirely objectionable. It's just that Orson Scott Card is the worst piece of shit to have ever walked the earth. <laughs> Whereas I feel like I'm constantly arguing with Gundam. Gundam is cynical. Uh, there's all that stuff with the internet in Ender's Game that um, I think is a little bit objectionable. Yeah, the, the difficult parts. Posters to take over the world. Yeah. Like, um, also, <sighs> it's weird because like that just happened, right? Like. The weird fucked up thing that Ender's Game predicted d did happen in the real world. That's just a thing that happens now. Yeah. Lock and Diosthenes. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. The good parts of that book, though, are like still good, you know, I think. Oh, you mean the the Quidditch chapters? Yes, the Quidditch chapters. <laughs> like, that's what it is, right? It's just Quidditch. Yeah. You're not wrong, but I am <laughs> upset. <laughs> Can we talk about something infinitely less problematic? Yeah. So, uh, Castlevania. <laughs> okay. Okay. Nora, so can we, we have a conversation? Anime. We watched an anime this week. Nora, I want to stop you before we talk okay. about anime. Yeah. What's up? I 
for the last few weeks have been doing a bit where I introduce this as White Lotus Radio and you get mad at me every time. Mm-hmm. I feel like consistently just saying the wrong anime is the same bit. I feel like you're doing the bit that you got mad at me <laughs> over. Hmm. And I don't even know what Cashern Sins is. Okay, well, Cashern Sins is like... You know Cashern? From oh, the 80s? I got, I got excited because I saw... Cashier and Sins is a reboot of the 1973 anime Kashan. And I was like, oh, Nora's watching old anime? Hell yeah, but no. <laughs> though I do want to watch an old anime, though. It's on my list. Uh, 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 Vampire Hunter D is, is one that I'm going to yeah. look for soon. If yeah. you can teach me how to watch anime. Um... <laughs> You know what I mean. I think I think I can teach people how to watch anime. Okay, good. Um, but we did watch Monica. We watched Monica, and I we okay. We're going to do an episode about the twelve episodes of the Monica Magica television series. There is also a film Rebellion, which we have not seen. That we will record either the back half of this podcast about it. Or I want to put this one out. I want to put this episode out because uh, our last episode went up six days ago, which means we could pretend oh, we could yeah. pretend we're back. Yeah, we could. Pre- okay, <laughs> okay. But we could try to be back, maybe also. Yeah, consistent. <laughs> yeah, Honestly, we okay. Podcast every week, huh? <laughs> Doing no look pass um, is really helping me just be like, oh yeah, I don't have to make a big deal out of recording a podcast. Um, mm-hmm. No Look Pass is like, oh, we're terrible at that podcast, but we have a lot of fun and it goes up every week, you know? Let me tell you about Women Loving Wednesdays. <laughs> <laughs> we watched Monica Magica, which mm-hmm. is a great television show. I, It's maybe one of the best television shows. Some of us would say that it is the second best anime ever made i here's the thing about that is that fully coolie is half as long which does make it objectively twice as good here is how i felt when you said that your two favorite anime are fully coolie and caution no i was reading the word caution <laughs> here's how i felt when you said that your two favorite anime were fully coolie and monica i wanted to decapitate you with a sword for being wrong <laughs> No, I mean, okay, if I wanted to do like top, th- let's do top three, right? Okay, let's do top three anime. Let's do top three, and you can't have all three of them be Gundams. I wouldn't have all three of them be Gundams because okay. Gundam also sucks a bit. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's in space, it's called a vacuum. Uh, so. <sighs> I would say that my top three in this moment, I would say one, two, three would be Fooly Cooly, Marka, Kill Kill. I have to think of three anime, and I feel like really stuck suddenly. Like, I can't remember animes that I've watched. I, okay. Mm-hmm. My Hero Academia. Are we counting Castlevania? Yes, no. Uh, no. Okay. That's good, because I feel like Castlevania would be on my list and i'm not sure it's actually earned 
I would feel weird putting it on my list, but I know it's one of my favorite shows. Yeah, um, totally. Let me think. My hero is almost certainly on the list. If I had to put a Gundam, I'd put 79. I think I have... I think I like Zeta and Double Zeta better than 79, except that there, there's like 13 or there's like 15 bad episodes of Zeta and there's like 15 bad episodes of Double Zeta and there's like two bad episodes of 79, I think. So I feel like My Hero and 79, not Yu Yu Hakusho, Yu Yu Hakusho sucks often let me look i will say like um you asked about castlevania like i also wouldn't put ruby on there you know yeah i also think ruby's not as good as some shows i've seen i love ruby a lot well (laughs) but i feel like ruby stumbles too often oh definitely do you like gunbuster a lot do I like Gunbuster more than I like Mobile Suit Gundam? I'm I'm in a place where I'm like, do I like Kill a Kill more than the Unspeakable uh, anime? <laughs> uh, yeah, and I, it shall I, not be named. It shall not be named. Uh, it, it's a toss up, honestly. Uh, I'm open. Kill a Kill is really I feel good. Like, I feel like I'm forgetting a lot of anime I like. Um, and I feel no, like I'm fair. torn between. I'm like Fuck, my hero. my crowds though. Shit. I have, like my hero is like consistently good, but I don't think about my hero as often as I think of um like Oron, which I think is like a little less good or like Zeta, which I'm thinking about all the fucking time and is just like <laughs> not as good as my hero. I think Zeta might be your actually is. actual favorite even if it's not as good. Huh? I feel like Zeta's your favorite even if it's not the best it's so weird because i remember so much hating the 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 experience of watching zeta uh-huh. so I, much I, of I zeta is i remember this so much of zeta is bad but i think about it every single day mm-hmm. um i mean it's you know media you know art is kind of like advertisement if you think about it it's good Hmm. Okay, so is it so is it like Zeta? It's Zeta and it's Gunbuster and it's Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. It's Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. That's the best anime. That's like the one that I have no no reservedness about. It's mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it's not like up and down like Zeta is. It's just, it's consistently the best show I've ever seen. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think uh, I think my list says something about me. Mm-hmm. So we, okay, so for me, Zeta, Gunbuster, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. What is it for you? Fully Cooley, uh, Mod- uh, Kill a Kill, Madoka or Madoka Kill a Kill. I forgot already what I said. Yeah, I'm. I'm not even like putting an order on these. I think Madoka is better than Kill a Kill. I think um, I was putting an order because Fooly Cooly is the best anime, but I Fooly Cooly is okay, I guess. I know you don't like it. 
I need to watch that sequel. Maybe that's all right. I don't know. Nobody ever talked about it when it came out a year ago. <clears throat> um, but we're not here to talk about Fulikuli today. No, we're here to talk about Monica, which is a fucking great show. It's fucking it's amazing. fucking good as hell, actually. And uh, no one who talks about it has seen it. Yeah, okay. Here's... I feel like, I feel about Madoka the way that M talks about FF7. Uh-huh. Where everyone just remembers the beginning part and no one thinks about the rest of it. Yeah, because... <laughs> okay. The the thing with Monica, like the reason that I picked it up was well, the real reason I picked it up was that uh, <laughs> I hadn't set up my Plex server yet, so I needed an anime that I could watch on my TV easily. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Monica was on Netflix, um, and it was only twelve episodes. So I was like, well, what do I have to lose? <clears throat> what if it sucks? It's only twelve episodes. <laughs> Um, Wait, if it sucks, you don't have to finish it. Yeah, if it sucks, you watch like three episodes. You're like, eh, it sucks. That's like um, maybe an hour. Yeah. Um. Anyway. But yeah, so I watched I watched Monica, and the other reason I was interested in it, like more than other things that were on Netflix at the moment, was just because it's like this has a reputation, right? Mm-hmm. Of like, like this has a reputation, to my understanding, as the good magical girl show like oh i feel like i hear a lot of people refer to this as the good one oh that's not the reputation i thought you went into this with because the reputation i went into it with is this is the ava of magical girls so like what how i understood it unlike other magical girls shows madoka is about the stress of of being a hero and of being a young girl. Yes. And so, like, like t- t- when people had told me about Monica, they're like, oh, well, you know, Sailor Moon, Sailor Moon's not about anything. It's just an adventure show. And, like, Monica is, like, about how tough it is to be a young girl and what it would really be like to be a magical girl. And, like, mm-hmm. you know... Actually, things that are cool are bad because they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're it's being a magical girl is suffering. And I was watching Sailor Moon like I was like the first two nights of watching Monica. I watched two episodes of Monica and then two episodes of Sailor Moon. And y'all, they're the same show. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Sailor Moon does not present fight scenes in the way that makes the loud yes. flash noises that make my brain make the good chemicals. Yes, no, this is my biggest <laughs> frustration with Sailor Moon is that the fighting sucks ass. <laughs> Everything else oh. is incredible though, so I put up with it. And I also like understand when I recommend it, like, oh, hey, if, if you don't like... You know, I think maybe season two, there's like a big shift because the person who, well, there, there's some staffing changes, but like, if you don't like at least the first like three episodes of Sailor Moon, where I'm at like 20 episodes in, it's the same thing the whole time. It's the same <laughs> thing. Um, and I think it's fucking incredible. 
And I think it has, you know, 20 episodes in, I think it said so much about the, the incredible pressures of being like a young girl. Um, but like it does it all in a way that children enjoy. And like Monica is for like 17 year olds to enjoy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but also Monica's really fucking good. Wow. I really was 17 when this show came out, even though I didn't watch it then. God, I, then I was what? 14, 15, uh, mm. Something like that. Laugh at a dumb thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's very funny though. <laughs> uh, if you come to my store and you buy a pound of coffee, it's fourteen fifteen. It fucks me up every time. It's not quite a real joke. It's not quite a real joke. But yeah, like, and people talk about how dark it is because episode three and episode four are incredibly dark. Uh -huh. some, of the, some of the darkest TV I've seen in a little while. I don't want to say it's the darkest like show I've ever seen, but like that feels right. You know, like I'd have to think about it, but it feels dark. Uh, is it? I mean, I, it's dark, but I don't, I don't know that it's like, well, you know, I'm saying episodes three and four are like some of the darkest TV I've seen. And then like the ending, it, it, the ending, the ending. I mean, oh, she has the bow. She has the, she bow. Has the bow. She summons the bow. It's it's Madoka's bow and she's using it because she's take she's a paladin of Madoka. Uh-huh. 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 Mm -hmm. <sighs> There's, I don't need a sequel, and I'm gonna watch the sequel, and I trust that it'll be good. People say it's good, but I, but I do not need it. This is extra. I do not need it. Okay, I feel like we've been really meandering throughout the conversation, so I'm gonna try and do like. No, good this is how podcast. we do. Yeah, I'm trying to do good podcast hosting for a second, though. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. Let I just, just hold like, on. Let me let like, me just let me just get out of your way. Beep beep. Pitch ass. Beep. No, I just feel like I'm not being able to say all the things that I want to say. And so like when we did yeah. Transgirlvania, uh, we did this approach and I've been a really big fan of it. Um, do you want to oh, just yeah. go through yes. and talk about each character and just like yeah. what we feel about them, especially because, um, you know, our friend Ray sent us <clears throat> in a question just asking, like, which character do you relate to the most? And like, <laughs> I was like, oh, we're just going to talk about that in the course of like the conversation because that's what you and i yeah. just talk about when we talk okay. about media <laughs> uh let's start with mommy tomoe yeah let's start with mommy tomoe mommy has an arc even though she's barely on screen <laughs> she has quite the arc even though she dies uh fourth of the way through the show and her arc continues after she dies <laughs> In huge but, ways, I realize we didn't really mention that. I guess it's implied that we were just gonna like spoil the shit out of everything. But I'm so used she, to other people saying that up front. Yeah, I feel like we should summarize the show. But I feel like I feel like if we were good at this, we would summarize the show. But let's if, just like if we had like a big audience. 
No, I just feel like we meander too much and like summarizing the show, we get bogged down too much. I feel like, um, so sorry, I didn't mean to put us off track. Let's talk about mommy. Let's talk about mommy. We're just going to operate on the assumption that everybody has seen the show. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so what do you think about mommy? Mommy's wonderful. Mm-hmm. I, I hated her when she died. Mm-hmm. Um, and she continue. I don't know that she continues to grow, but she gets recontextualized as a character mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. after her death. And um, it's really it's a weird way to develop a character, and I. <laughs> hadn't hadn't thought about it until we started talking about her. I'm like, oh right. Like at, at one point in the show, like when she died, I was like, she's evil. I hate her. I don't I don't want her to die, but like I did hate her, and like I grew to love her after her death. Um, yeah, like those first episodes, it's so clear that um that she's a villain and that she's manipulating them and all this, but actually, no. And I kept waiting for a twist where, like, her and Kiyube were, like, in cahoots somehow. Uh-huh. You know, that, like, her and Kiyube had a scheme going. And, like, that's not the twist. The twist is that, like, she dies horribly. And, yeah. Um, um, she sad. dies because she's, like, so... She gets to know what it's like to have a friend, and that is so, like, it gives her a lot of happiness, but it also, like, messes with her reaction and her, like, it distracts her, right? And that's the only reason she dies is because she's, like, distracted by meeting a new friend. Yeah. The, The scene at the start of episode four where Monica, like, just randomly starts crying at breakfast over mommy's death. Really Mm -hmm. fucked me up. Like it's a really good, (laughs) I think portrayal of like when someone you care about dies and like, yeah, I've just had the thing where I'm having a totally normal thing go on and I start crying because I can't handle that someone died, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Uh, um also uh it was sort of a moment of realizing, oh, I'm going to like this show when uh she just pulls out a bunch of guns. She pulls out a lot of guns. And I was like, "Oh, that's what this show is?" Mhm. Mhm. I mm-hmm, didn't think there mm-hmm. would be weapons. I thought there would be like scepters and crowns and like laser magic. Uh, I didn't expect there to actually be like swords and guns. <laughs> and that's that's what I really need in a show. Is... Um and then yeah, after her death, like <clears throat> because of the Homer time travel stuff, like we see that like the the mommy that we knew was evil only because fate had realigned itself to kind of put her in the shoes of the evil person. 
you know? Was she evil? Like, or that she was manipulative, um, or that she didn't, the mommy that we knew, like, was, was manipulating Monica. I don't think intentionally. I think Kyube is an intentional manipulator. And I Mm -hmm. think mommy was unintentionally manipulative. Um, but that hurts just the same, but like, Mm -hmm. like fate had just realigned itself to make her that person. I don't think she like is that person by nature. Mm-hmm. Um, it does suck to like not even get the wish, really. Mm-hmm. Cause she like her wish was that she wasn't going to die. Mm-hmm. That's rough. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Do we want to move on? I feel like we've said what we need to say about her. Do we want to move mm-hmm. on to the next character? Do we want to, I feel like Sayaka? I was Did thinking talk- Sayaka. I was thinking Sayaka. We haven't talked about um, Sayaka at all. And I think I the entire her. show works because of her. Because <laughs> I don't great. think you can hang... I don't think you can hang the whole show on Madoka and Homura, you know? <sighs> you can, but like you like <laughs> you need Sayaka in there too, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Tragically heterosexual. Oh, I was gonna say tragic lesbian, like fucking to a T. Like the Ex- most yeah, tragic lesbian. Until until the text happens. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like she's a tragic <laughs> You know, like a bisexual the, the, icon. She's a tragic heterosexual and a tragic lesbian. <laughs> she's like so clearly like the vibe is there and the behavior is there. And then the text is just, oh, but but this actually. Well, and the other thing is that like. I would believe. Sayaka is like. Maybe she likes girls. It's just that every girl she's hanging out with loves girls. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, it's, you know. Like when Kyoko says, like, that was her, you know, uh, best friend. And, like, clearly catches herself before saying something else. Like, that's a moment that happens <laughs> in the show. At least in the dub. I don't know about the sub. Sayaka is pretty relatable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, sometimes mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes you are Sayaka in episode 5 and sometimes you're Sayaka in episode 8 sometimes <laughs> sometimes you say things that you regret and that you want to stop yourself from saying but you don't know how to stop yourself because you are not in a like mentally sound, like stable, like healthy place. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you aren't able to help people. And then you decide that that means that you're useless. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Hmm. Hi, it's me. <laughs> but Sayaka is not me. I'm not. That's not the one. Nora, who's you? Who's you? 
everyone knows, right? Like, everyone knows. <laughs> I said I was Riku. <laughs> okay, okay. Of course I'm Homura. Like, oh, that was, I that was, talk about there was never another option. I feel like we need to talk about <laughs> Kyoko first, because I feel like Homura and Madoka are, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. bigger discussion. What are your, what, what are your Kyoko thoughts? Kyoko is always in Kyoko's that interesting character in any show that like I don't relate to on any level, but mm-hmm. like I do love her. <laughs> she's great. Uh, she's great. Love it when uh, the like really uh, venomous and and aggressive character becomes the friend and is like <laughs> as as she is sacrificing herself to save people. Do we know anyone like that? I don't know. Do we know anybody who says Um We certainly don't know anyone that pushes down their own feelings to protect everybody else. No, we're not talking about Kyoko anymore, are we? I mean we're talking about every character in the show <laughs> talking about someone who pushes down her own feelings to No, not Madoka. Yeah, no, Monica is always feeling every feeling. Mm-hmm. That's why she's you. Be nice to me. <laughs> <laughs> of course I'll be nice to you. Let's talk about Homura. <laughs> Let's talk about Homura and be mer- very mean to my wife. Um. Uh, uh, Wait, I'm sorry. Taylor Swift is starring in Cats? <sighs> Taylor, no. <laughs> I mean, Taylor, do it. I don't really give a shit, but like... You said Taylor Swift and my brain replaced that with Scarlett Johansson. I mean... <laughs> <sighs> I mean... Do you think that Taylor Swift is a better actor than Scarlett Johansson? I... <laughs> So Homura. Do you think that Taylor Swift would have done a better job in Ghost in the Shell? So, I mean, (laughs) Scarlett Johansson and um, Taylor Swift have the same problem with pretending that they can play people of other races. So, Mm -hmm. like... Anyway, Homura. Homura is the best, and I love her. And, and, we and we, there's no choice. We we have no choice but to stand. We uh, have no choice to but to stand the tragic lesbian. Hmm. Um. Perhaps the most tragic lesbian of all time. God, it's so of all time. Good Sorry. and like I okay. So here's here's the thing. You, you over I knew. I, I, I heard your joke. It's very good of all times. Thank you. <laughs> um, so I knew that there was a thing about Homura and time travel and lesbianism in this show. Mm-hmm. Um, because time travel is my favorite plot device ever of all time. Yes, we know this. We love you. Um, fucking hate Primer, but like, whatever. Everyone loves get, Primer. I couldn't I get through Primer, and Primer's like a 60-minute movie or something. Yeah, I, I mean, who can say how long it is? It's time travel. <laughs> <laughs> you 
put in primer and you've already finished <laughs> watching it. Um, I don't know. That movie sucks. <laughs> when you get it in the mail, you have to rewind the tape. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, and I was like, I saw the foreshadowing with Homura and I knew what that was. I just didn't know the context of it. Um, yeah. Uh, all of those weird cuts in the first conversation that she has with Madoka in the first episode, where it like cuts to her head moving in a certain way, or cuts to her feet taking like taking a step or some or turning around. It's very oh, sorry. It's very strange. Cool. Yeah, I um, I kind of want to rewatch the show just to see like when Homer gives herself away. <laughs> <laughs> Like all of that cool, like super fast shit. Also, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where she just like disappears, uh, and also has a gun, like a normal gun, like not a magic gun, like mommy has. Yeah, she just pulls out a fucking. <laughs> it's gun. the best thing. Um, I talk about this a lot. Um, maybe my favorite moment in Gundam is. When, <laughs> um, <laughs> Char or no, it's not not Shar. <laughs> Amaro and Kotz are in the mech, and Amaro is like, "Hey, Kotz, here's the gun that I shot at Char with in the last war. I keep it with me at all times. I want you to have it." <laughs> and then, like, sends the kid out to like die. Basically, I mean, he doesn't die for mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I remembered that someone who listens to this show maybe uh, is watching Zeta Gundam. So I will not anyway, anyway, the, the important part is that my favorite moment in Gundam is just Amuro just pulling out a normal gun that he keeps with him (laughs) where he goes. And this, this is like very same energy. Every time Homura pulls out a normal fucking gun, (laughs) just a completely (laughs) average run of the mill gun <laughs> it's really good <sighs> and when she like fights Valpur- Val- I got tripped up because I was going to mm-hmm. say it right Valpurgish knocked um, with all of the bazookas and all of the like landmines and all of the missiles in the river it's good. Um, oh, I was going to bring this up. Um, um, do you know what like the real world Valpurgisnacht is? Which mm-hmm. you might because you lived in Germany. I Googled <laughs> it and it was cool as hell. It's pretty cool, actually. Um, I didn't. I mean, I also Googled it, but I. OK, I didn't know if you like knew it from when you'd lived in Germany or if that was like not like. Yeah. No, not Catholics. Not, not oh, Catholics. right. Yeah. Okay. So it's yeah, a feast for any, day. For any listeners who don't want to look it up, um, Valpurgish Nacht is. Is am I am I saying that right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, is a feast day that they have in Germany to celebrate uh, Saint Valperga, um, who was hailed by the Christians of Germany for battling pest, rabies, rabies, whooping cough, and witchcraft. Um, so yeah, Valpurgisnacht is, you know, 
uh, a witch who's battling against witchcraft. You know, it's yeah, just a cool uh, little real world reference and also a fun <laughs> word to say. It is really fun to say. Uh, also, never listen to me or my advice on pronouncing German because I learned uh, the dialect of German that is essentially Texan drawl in German, as far as <laughs> it was explained to me. I, I lived in Bavaria, which is like the Texas of Germany. So don't, so don't listen to me. Honestly, <laughs> put that Texas girl in Europe, Texas. <laughs> It's fucked up because Germany's the size of Texas. Honestly, I would have guessed that Texas was bigger than Germany. It might be a little bit bigger. I'm not. I don't. I, I, don't I would believe that. Um, but it, 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 don't quote me. I'm not a brain genius over here. Um, <sighs> Sorry, I'm getting a little yawny. Uh, me waking up from bottom surgery. <laughs> What? You want to talk about Madoka? So I'm Madoka. Mm-hmm. Let's let's recount, right? Okay. okay. So one, she's the Indecisive. protagonist of the show, and yes. in every show, I always relate to the protagonist. I relate mm-hmm. to Amaro. I relate to Camille. I relate to Sora. Usagi, Sora. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I always am the protagonist in things. I am the special girl. <laughs> <laughs> You're my special girl. Mm. <laughs> I'm a homosexual. <laughs> Y'all ever experience homosexual attraction? Y'all ever experience homosexual attraction? Y'all ever experience homosexual attraction to a girl of the same gender? <laughs> y'all um, ever experience homosexual attraction to a girl of the same genders <laughs> y'all ever experience homosexual attraction to a girls of the same gender <laughs> is that the end of the joke did we do it I feel like we get it I feel like we, we crushed got it, it. Uh, so you're the protagonist. You're indecisive as fuck. You're cute mm-hmm. as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, you are surrounded by people who love you, but you don't really know that or mm-hmm. let yourself acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, dumb? Yeah. <laughs> you're a goober. Yeah. You're a goober. Yep. Um, Why do you like Monica? She's good. I feel like I, okay. So for a long time, I thought I was a very self-aware person. (laughs) I thought I knew myself really well. Um, Uh In the last like few months, everybody around me has really made me realize that I don't know myself as well as oh, I same. think. Same. That like, like everybody else like knows this thing about me and I'll be like, I think, am I like this? And everybody's like, yes, you do that every day. I mean, this is also the thing that I do where I was like, wait, 
it's called stimming what and everyone was uh-huh. like yeah nora get with the picture um and i feel like monica probably has the same problem where she feels like she knows herself very well um mm-hmm. and then someone tells her like you can wish for anything like you can literally have anything you want and she's like i don't want things though <laughs> <laughs> Which I've gone through phases in my life where I also would have been like, I don't want things. I don't. Mm -hmm. There are things now in my life that I want. There's nothing that I would trade my soul for. I don't think. Uh, I, I mean. I'd think about it. I'm not going to write off. I would the real problem the real problem is that um um what was I gonna say? The real problem is that if someone tells you that you can wish for anything you want, like then you just spend your, the rest of your life thinking about it. Like then you just like that's you for the rest of your life, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, can we talk about Kyube? Can we talk about the metaphors? You now? talk about Kyube, and then I'll talk about my Marxist reading of Madoka. Okay, okay. Historical materialism in Madoka. That's actually kind of... <laughs> well, okay. Madoka really is anti-materialist. It's the opposite of materialist. But anyway, anyway... <laughs> So, Kyubei mm-hmm. is, I feel like the easy surface level read I have of Kyubei is that Kyubei is men, older men manipulating young girls into doing what they want. Like, that's the obvious thing, right? Is that mm-hmm. Kyubei is an older man manipulating young girls into ways that they can be exploited, ways that they can be used. Um you know, there's a there's an environmental read on like, you know, um, in Sailor Moon, um, they're taking all the energy from young girls um, to resurrect the great ruler. In this show, they're taking all the energy from young girls because there's an oil crisis, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, that's all the like. That's all the things that the show itself says. Like, I think the show says to you, Kyubei is a man manipulating young girls. And, like, this is a thing. Um, and, like, history, all of history is defined by men manipulating, using women, um, and, like, taking from women. I think um, there's a layer of Kyubei that I think... I don't know that people it's like impossible to miss, I feel like, but I feel like there's maybe like a harder pill to swallow with Kyubei, which is that Kyubei is a is a little cat with a colon three face. Mm-hmm. And like um like it uses like Kyubei is not just praying is not just an older man preying on young girls, but Kyubei is using like cutesy uwu aesthetics to like 
make young girls believe that they are not harmful. And Cube mm-hmm. has me thinking a lot about, um, you know, um, communities that I am in and adjacent to, and um, that that. How do I want to say this? Like, like young young girls specifically. Like, I feel like often young trans girls, like girls who are just coming out. You know, even if they're like thirty years old, girls who are just coming out who are in a vulnerable stages in their life. Um, and like people use cutesy aesthetics to like like make themselves like look harmless and like i think like you know an easy example is nick robinson but i feel like i like i can't i there are lots of rumor mill things i hear about of like oh yeah this person is like this like other trans woman that we all know is like preying on other young trans women. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and like, like it's, this is the sort of thing I've been thinking about for a while. And it was nice to have a show, like give me a space to think about it because like, you know, I send you a colon three face a lot. I'll send that to, you know, some other girls, but I feel like that's like, I try not I try to be I try to be cute publicly. I really try not to be cutesy anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm really mm-hmm. I really like gosh, heckin' dang it. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't say I only say heck when I know that all the people around me know that I say fuck too. <laughs> <laughs> you know like yeah. i'll say heck to you or i'll say heck if i stub my toe i don't think you ever said heck to me i i used to say it a lot more i used to say heck a lot more i used to do a lot of the like cutesy like uh i'm so innocent sort of things more and i really I... tried to back off from it because it really i feel like there's a darkness to it that like is not it's not acknowledged, and I was really grateful for Monica to give me a place to like sit with those feelings. Mm. Um, and I don't know, maybe I'm going to be canceled because of this episode, but whatever. Uh, not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people who listen to our podcast will like that. That what you just said will resonate with them. Yeah. Um. But also, another thing that Monica is about is about how young people, especially young girls, are uh, placed into systems that uh, crush them and exploit them and are incapable of viewing them as people uh, or acknowledging Mm -hmm, their mm -hmm. humanity. And it is only through... And those, those systems... Are, are ostensibly voluntary, but uh, are so widespread and so ingrained that uh, changing those systems would be uh, would need a lot. Um, yeah. 
And even if you don't do it, someone else will do it, right? Yes. Somebody else will go do the thing if you decide you don't want to do it. And only by solidarity and by constant action can we transform the nature of the world we live in, but we can do it. Yes, yes. Um, so that's my Marxist read on... Well, and I think... <laughs> I think um, I think Monica's mom is really key to this because Monica's mom makes it not just about young women. Monica's mom <laughs> helps you see how these young girls who are pressed into the system grow up to be adult women who are pressed into the system. And like, if she can get the guys in accounting and, you know, a couple of the people over in this department to come around to her way of thinking, like maybe she can become the CEO, but then she's like the CEO of the company. And like, she's still, you know, working herself to death. Um, she's a full-time mother as well. Um, and like, she will never be compensated for her domestic or reproductive labor. Like, um, and like, these are things that the show is aware of. I think of like, like, what does the dad fucking do? And like, I'm not saying you can't be a stay at home dad. It's just like, um, I think stay at home dads are like, great. All I'm saying is that like, it, it's really powerful when like you have, Monica's struggles contrasted against her mom's struggles and then like her dad like her dad does a lot of domestic labor but like um he's society never... doesn't press down on him in the way that it presses down on Monica's mom I don't think there's a single frame of animation where her dad looks worried yeah yeah he's never pensive in the way that Monica's mom is um yeah, and, he's not the one who gets to have like a conversation with the school teacher about like what do we do with kids? How do we deal with them and how do we like bridge this gap between us and them so that we can help them? Yeah, and like the school teacher is always talking about women's issues in class and like trying to guide these young girls even though I think there are men in the class. Uh, I could mm -hmm. be wrong. Like, trying to guide these young girls into, like, you know, possessing themselves and, like, knowing who they are and being able to exist in this world that's constantly pressing down on them. Um, and it's presented as a joke, like, by the show, because, like, they need to have the teacher be yelling in the background. Yeah, but I also feel like, like... Well, one, I think like school is one of those like kind of oppressive systems. And mm -hmm. two, um, I think that um, I think that like <clears throat> the scene where Monica's teacher is talking to Monica's mom, like totally saves that character for me. If it was just the, the scenes in the background, I wouldn't even be yeah. thinking of her. I think that scene says a lot, especially because she doesn't have kids, but she is still a mother to. 30 kids every year, probably 30 new kids every hour. You know, um, she is still doing the like motherly labor for all of these kids. Mm -hmm. um, I think there's a character about Sayaka in the I same think, way that, yeah, sorry, you go. Uh, I think there's a school teacher character, I think in Kill a Kill, that's like a parody of this character, maybe. 
uh, and misses huh. kind of misses the point huh. a little bit. I, I I could be misremembering that, but I remember the teacher yelling about demerits. I think that was in Kill the Kill. Um, yeah, I could be wrong. Somebody, I, we have p- friends who watch way more anime than me. If I'm getting that mixed up, not, uh, you can find us at Fading Roots. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Nora, can I can I get real close on the mic? I won't get as close as I got the last time. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do a kill a kill podcast in like September, right? Oh shit! Are we gonna do a kill a kill podcast in September? We're gonna do a kill a kill podcast in like September, right? Uh, I was just talking to Cecil Janey last night about kill a kill, and uh, we were both like. Kill a Kill's really fucking good, huh? Remember when this happens? Remember when that thing does that thing? It's fucking good on the dope soundtrack. Ugh, it's really good. It's a good show. It's a good show. Ugh. I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, uh, do you want to do that before or after we watch Code Geass? Uh, Can I punt on watching Code Geass for another month? Hell how, yes, I can. How about we sandwich Code Geass between Gatchaman Crowds and Kill the Kill? Uh, <laughs> I it's suppose fine. so. Tell you, uh, guess what? What? <laughs> um, Gatchaman Crowds and Kill the Kill together is maybe the length of Code Geass. <sighs> Kill the Kill is 24 episodes. Gatchaman Crowds is 12. Code Geass is But there's is two seasons. There's two seasons of Gatchaman Oh, Crowds. you're right. And Code Geass, I think, is two seasons of 24. Yeah, that's definitely it. It's either two but seasons of 24 But we also have to watch the, the movie. We have to watch uh, uh, Akito. Of the Resurrection. Oh, that I too. The, <laughs> but, um, I love that the title spoiled the goddamn ending. <laughs> <laughs> I love that I learned the ending of Code Geass because they couldn't come up with a name that doesn't say Resurrection in it. <laughs> Y'all! There's also like Akito or something. There's like an return, OVA. And I would have thought that maybe he goes for, into hiding for 10 years at the end mm. of Code Geass. Like, no. They said Resurrection. <laughs> God, but no, it's it's there's a semicolon in there. It's R E semicolon direction. R E semicolon zero. What's that thing? Stein's Gate. <laughs> Stone's Gate. <laughs> Stein is German for stone, but no. Um. This show's really fucking good. This show's really fucking good. We really... We haven't spent enough time on how the ending is about how you can change the world. The world is changeable. Um, Yeah. I mean, it feels like these things are impossible, but, like, they're they're not. If you... And it's not just one person. Like, it's not just Madoka changes everything. Mm -hmm. Because Homura had to make that possible. Yeah. And it's well, through and, like work, looking out for each other, and and like working together, then you can change the world. Well, and there's also something to be said for like obviously, like you know, like 
changing the world is a thing that like you know 7 billion people have to be involved in you know mm -hmm. but also there is something nice to have about something saying like you can change the world and it can't like something magical can happen to you and you can change your whole situation you know yeah um and that like Monica really asserts that miracles are real and like yeah and like uh, is worth it to protect and to build in the world that we have mhm mm mhm mm mhm it is worth it to stay here and to do the work and to help the people we can even if we can't change everything as individuals. Right. right. Also, someone's looking out for you. Yeah. Someone's looking out for you. Someone was looking out for Monica, and now Monica is looking out for you, and it's... show gets cool and spiritual. I love when... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... I feel like I've said everything I need to say about Monica until we watch the movie. I, I don't need the movie, but hearing that like the movie is good, I'm very interested. Yeah, same. I don't um, really know how you follow up on the thing that we just we just saw, but you know. Oh, I, I do. Mean, they sow they sow the seeds of now there are wraiths. You know. Yeah, sure, but like, I don't care. <laughs> like it's just. Nora, can I sell you on the wraiths? Can I like make you interested in them? What? They're just heartless. They're just heartless. I hate you. Or maybe they're nobodies. No, they're unverse. Maybe the witches are heartless. Are the witches heartless? And the... the... Oh, witches are heartless. Witches are heartless. The witches are heartless, so what if wraiths are nobody? That's what if what they're dream is. eaters? What if we just fucking... No, they're unversed. I already said that. They're born of negative emotions. Okay, okay. We need to put our money on it. Which do you think the wraiths will be most analogous to? Unversed, nobodies, or dream eaters? Your money's on unversed? My money's on unversed. My money's on nobodies. I think this show could do something very interesting with, like, people disassociating. I don't think that's what this show is. I think... I think it, it wanted to do oh. something new for the movie. Also, the other things we didn't mention are like the show looks fucking gorgeous. It looks fucking gorgeous. Um, and here, talk about it. Apparently, we recap the show. When it's a 12 episode show, I don't know why there are two movies to recap it. Like, there are three to recap 43 episodes of Mobile Suit Gundam. That makes sense <laughs> to me. Two movies to recap. A twelve-episode TV show. Just watch the TV show. Also, apparently, the twelve, the the two movies are not animated as well, or something. I don't, I don't want to say that for certain, but that's just like what I recall hearing is that they don't look as like gorgeous as the show does. Um, there's one uh, movie to recap all of, uh, and it comes packaged with the first hour of for some reason. Hey, Nora. Mm-hmm. You broke the rule. Fuck. You broke the rule. You fool. Mm -hmm. 
Now I'm going to have to put in a cicada sound over that fucking word you said. Yeah, twice. yeah, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Fuck. Where can people find you online, Norm Blake? You can find me in the dummy plug. Uh, you mm. can find me on Twitter at NeitherNora. You can find the games that I write at NeitherNora.itch.io. Uh, I was thinking about, like, the cycle of hunting witches or wraiths or whatever is interesting and would make for an interesting tabletop game. Uh, I know that, like, there are Magical Girl tabletop games out there, but, like, I don't know. Most Magical Girl things just don't interest me at all mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. i was thinking for a long time that i like oh i want to get into magical girls i like magical girls i think but actually the thing that i like is transformation sequences and visual representation of character arcs and development and like costume changes and like plurality of identity mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, which is not necessarily the same thing as a magical girl show because like i love karas i love gachamon crowds i love kill a kill like that's my you... little what's karas you mentioned it to me the other day and i was like busy and i forgot to ask what it is it's a pair of movies as i as i recall it is a pair of movies sometimes i see people talk about it like it's split up into episodes like it's six episodes or something but mm-hmm. it's two movies it's about a guy who has uh, a thing and it lets him turn into a guy in black armor with a sword. And also uh, he can transform into a jet plane. Um, oh. And it, the show, th- it starts out with two jet planes having a sword fight. All right. <laughs> um, I love uh, it's a Christmas. Sh- Godzilla it's a Christmas Final show. Wars. It's it's theme. It happens around Christmas, so it is a Christmas movie. Um, we should watch you it on Christmas. I love Christmas. We should watch it on Christmas. We should watch it on Christmas. Um, also, there's like it does the really cool thing of like having a prelude to the transformation sequence, where <laughs> like the the there's the other character. Who, stop me if you've heard this before. There's a second character with him who facilitates his transformation into the thing that he becomes to fight. Oh, um, except she's Gunbuster. She's like a person. She's not a cat or a alien cat, but I um, love Gunbuster. She like counts from one to 10 and then says a line and then says now go. And then he can start his transformation sequence. It's really fucking good. Cool. Sorry. I'm tired. <laughs> Karas is also, uh, I think it was like an anniversary thing for Tatsunoko. Um, he was in Tatsunoko versus Capcom. I don't know what Tatsunoko is. An animation studio. Okay. They did uh, Kashern and Gatramon. Okay. Yatterman? Is that one of them? Neo Human Kashan, Hurricane Palomar, Time Bokan, Go Rapper 5 Godom. <laughs> uh, we're going to skip ahead to the 1980s. Future Police Urashi Man. Mm-hmm. Oh, Super Dimension Cavalry Southern Cross. That's a show I might watch someday. Is it? Um, Is that on your like weird not Gundam Gundam list? 
Yeah, so... The, you know the show I'm watching, Macross, right now? I've heard of Macross. So it's... The full title is Super Dimension Fortress <clears throat> Macross, mm -hmm. and it is the start of two distinct franchises that I think are owned by two different companies. <laughs> One of them is the Super Dimension franchise, and the other is the Macross franchise. And I'm definitely going to be following the Macross trail of this more, but I have is a curiosity about what Super Dimension Cavalry Southern Cross is. Is it true that Macross and Battletech are the same thing? Okay, uh, not the same thing. So or is Battletech also a different thing that is a different name? So, okay. The same thing. So Macross, um, the American or Western, I'll say Western because I'm not really sure. Like publishing rights went to this company called Harmony Gold. Harmony Gold, um, took Super Dimension Fortress Macross and dubbed it into the show Robotech. Um, and in the last 10 episodes, I guess, of Macross, I, I don't really know, um, they like decided, oh, we want to keep Robotech going. Robotech's successful. And so they took Super Dimension Cavalry Southern Cross and made that season two of Robotech. And then they took another third show that has nothing to do with any of them and made that season three of Robotech. And mm -hmm. like this uh, gets very flimsy. Harmony Gold is a trash fire company, and I don't know why <laughs> they make the decisions they make. Mm -hmm. um, and at one point, Battletech was supposed to be a tabletop game adapting Robotech, I think. Mm -hmm. Or like... There were some mech designs from Robotech in Battletech. Um, but like those are gone now. Like those do not exist. Like Battletech like was like, okay, we can't like hitch our wagon to like there was some like fucking rights issue with Harmony Gold and like the those Macross mech designs have nothing to do with Battletech anymore. You cannot find them. <laughs> like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Interesting. I guess you learn a lot from your Gundam podcast, don't you? Yep. Uh, one might say too much. Hmm. But it's not anime. Anime, Janai. <laughs> um. Anime, Janai. <laughs> Podcast tonight. <laughs> um, do we have anything else to say about Madoka? You can find me on Twitter at Allison oh, underscore right. coffee. Uh, you can find in my pinned tweet a link to exportodd.io, um, which is um, the Patreon, Patreon for this podcast. Patreon for University, it's the Patreon for No Look Pass, and Willowa. And it's a good Patreon, and you should give us your money. Willowa being Women Loving Wednesdays. Yes. Uh, Let me, can I float something by you? I feel like we're missing something, but yeah, go. The Max Burr of Goof. Excuse me? The Max Burr of Goof has opened. 
Oh, the Chamber of Guff. A Ragnarok connection? I still haven't seen that show. You can't tell me what happened <laughs> in that show. It's in the first episode. You saw it. I, I tried to. I wanted to watch it without you, and you got sad. So you can't spoil me. Yeah, on I want to be there with you. I'm not spoiling. We watched the first episode together. <laughs> he says a Ragnarok connection. <laughs> he does say a Ragnarok connection, doesn't he? <laughs> he does say that. The cycle is beginning again. The cycle. <laughs> <laughs> I know we don't want to talk about it, but that show's okay. I don't know. It's Charles fine. Charles Z. Britannia. <laughs> God. I forgot that he's just in that first episode. Shinji V. Britannia? Is no. this anything? No. Amaro V. Britannia? That other pod, the podcast, Jesus. That other anime uh, had nothing to do with the Code Geass. I don't think there's any, okay. like, you know. I'm very sleepy. I don't. I want to get this up tonight, but I don't know if it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm very sleepy. <clears throat> we do a good podcast here. We do. Do we want to end it? Mm, I feel like we're missing something. I feel like we talked about the show. I feel like we made some like jokes from before the episode started that'll all stay in. Like, I feel like we've got content here. Let me check the time. How long have we been doing this? We started at 4.30, so we've been going for like uh, an hour and 12 minutes. An I can't count. An, an hour, hour and 20. 20. <laughs> it's 4.32, um, and so I started trying to subtract. I'm too dumb it's, for it. It's 5.48. Yeah. Anyway. Um, uh, Monica's fucking good. Monica's really fucking good. The girl is very fucking sleepy. I'm gonna go watch either Cash and Sins or Devil Man Cry Baby. Oh, Devil Man Cry Baby. I was like, <laughs> you Devil May Cry Baby? I didn't okay, know what joke but, you were doing. Wait, wait, wait. I want to see the, the story of where Dante has to take care of a baby. Okay, what is Devil Man Cry Baby? I'll let you know. Why are I've you seen, watching it? I, I've seen one episode so far. Uh, I am depressed, and no one's ever around to hang out with me this week, so I started watching anime on my own. And, and you uh, just have what's there on Netflix? I just have what's there on Netflix is the thing, and I'm not going to watch Sword Art Online. I wanted, I almost did. I almost went back to Sword Art Online last night, but then I just watched the parking lot knife fight scene and then I was good. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but now I kind of want to parking lot <laughs> knife fight. Oh, it's really good and not worth the struggle to get to it. Mm. He, he gets out of the MMO and then he has a knife fight with a, one of the villains from the MMO in the real world. It's, it's, it's Is pretty Sword good. Art an isekai? Yes. Am I an isekai? No. You're a girl. <laughs> <sighs> I heard Log Horizon's good. I heard... Well... Mm. I don't remember what I heard about Log Horizon. I, he I heard there were <laughs> ups and downs with Log Horizon. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
Anna and I might watch Fruits Basket. Anna was showing me trailers from Fruits Basket, and that looks which one? Good. The new one? The new one, yeah. What if instead we did a podcast where we watched the each episode of like the old and the new together? Well, Anna wants to watch it with me, and I do okay. have other friends who want to watch Shit. things. Anna wants to watch Kill a Kill with me, um, <sighs> which really complicates my plans for you and me watching Kill a Kill together mm. because there's mm-hmm. certainly no way that. I'm already like, oh, Anna's not home enough for watching anime with Anna. Uh, <laughs> certainly, like the three of us being home at the same time is going to be difficult. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So to answer your question, yeah, I'm just kind of watching whatever anime is on Netflix because I don't know how to watch anime. Uh, I could go to Crunchyroll, I guess, but that's not always dubbed. I thought about getting Crunchyroll, and instead I've just fallen deep into my torrenting hole. I've been torrenting Cardcaptor Sakura while we've been recording. <laughs> Even though I need to finish Utena first before I feel like don't I can Don't you start. need Cardcaptors? I don't think... Do I? Is that what I mean? That's what the dub called it. It's just okay. Cardcaptors. I was um, looking at the... You should listen to that... I was trying to torrent card captors Sakura and <laughs> all the comments were like, where's the dub? Where's the dub? Where's the dub? And I vaguely remember hearing that, like, is it a four kids dub that's bad or something? Uh, probably. I think that's right. Um, the opening for the dub of card captors is fucking wild. Huh. That song is, is incredible. Um, Yeah, uh, I yeah, I, I, we should log off because I almost just asked for anime recommendations on this podcast. That's not what I want. No, God Captor Soccer is only seventy episodes, so I can definitely like much more achievable, I think, than Sailor Moon is. Though I will someday finish Sailor Moon, but like Sailor Moon's going to be kind of a forever show, maybe. Hmm. Two ep- two hundred episodes is a lot. That's even more than Yu Yu show is. Plus, there's movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of those, like uh, like a Naruto. I started Naruto two mm-hmm. months ago. I mm, again. So I knew. Okay, so I started watching Macross and I couldn't stay awake. So I I downloaded <laughs> this thing called Naruto Kai because <laughs> I. I tweeted, someone should make the DBZ Kai of Naruto, and I was informed that someone had, in fact, made the DBZ of Naruto, the DBZ Mm -hmm. Kai of Naruto. So I downloaded it, and I knew I was going to fall asleep, so I just picked up at the start of the show, even though you and me have watched the first, like, 15 episodes, probably, because I was like, well, I'm just going to sleep through what I've already seen. Um, or no, I didn't even uh-huh. think that I thought I would sleep for one hour of what I've already seen and mm-hmm. accidentally slept through six hours of what I'd already seen, which is in <laughs> fact how much Naruto I'd seen. It turned out because when I woke up, uh, Naruto and Sasuke were in the hidden mist village, like competing to see who could eat more. And I'm like, oh, I've definitely seen this scene, even though I definitely just slept for six hours. So there's a lot of Naruto that's. There's like, a lot of Naruto. There's a lot of Naruto out there. And you 
You know what's fucked up is that they don't let you die until you watch all of Dark. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think um, the real thing is they don't let you get married until you watch all of Dark. God, I've got till Christmas then. Damn. <laughs> um if you ask i mean yeah and if that's where we decided to put the date uh-huh yeah but if i asked and if he said yes you would want christmas i would think about christmas i don't know you're I'm always not... thinking about christmas i'm fucking always thinking about christmas you're right damn <laughs> that's true <laughs> <laughs> Um, the American edit of card captors, however, was criticized for removing elements essential to the plot. <laughs> they just changed the story. I mean, that's literally what I was just telling you with Robotech. Um, yeah. Nelvana licensed card captor soccer in North America, dubbed the series into studios. Um, and released it under the name Card Captors. This version was heavily edited from the original Japanese version. The initial d- version of the dub covered all 70 episodes, although character names were changed, some Japanese text was changed to English, and controversial subjects such as same-sex relationships were edited out. Hmm. So here's the thing. One of my biggest frustrations with Madoka was that I wanted Madoka and Homura to kiss or something. Like I wanted to show this say to I wanted the show to say gay right. Um, and there's a weird thing where apparently card captor Sakura and, um, and sailor moon both said gay rights back in the nineties. And I'm Mm -hmm. very curious why Madoka doesn't want to say it. I also have not gotten to the gay parts of sailor moon yet. And I have not, you know, seen any of Sakura. So like, maybe I'm just like totally out of line here. It's just like a very, Hmm. Interesting. Uh, who can say? I know the, nothing. The line, about the differences what? between like LGBT uh, things in the U.S. versus things in Japan. Like, I just don't mm. know enough about that. And yeah, uh, there's the line where she says at the end, "Like, you really were my very best friend," and like that's basically. The same as I love you, right? Well, also, they hug naked in a void. Oh, they do hug naked in space. Yes, they do go to space and hug naked. And I was like, oh, they're going to kiss now. No, no, I never expected them to kiss. I expected. But also, also, I am demanding that these 14 year olds kiss. And so maybe I can fucking back off a little bit. Um, I expected maybe the word love, right? In like a cosmic sense, if they have to. But that's I was expecting the word love at least i wouldn't say that it was queer baiting i don't think it's that but it it just it feels adjacent to that it feels like walking up to a line and weirdly like not wanting to acknowledge it i I guess the real reason it was so weird in madoka was that madoka throws away like so much of the subtext like because young girls are harvested for energy in sailor moon um men manipulate young girls in sailor moon like Madoka eliminates or makes so much of the subtext text that like I assumed like gay attraction might be some of that thing that was made text. And like, that's the thing that they didn't want to make text. Um, 
<laughs> I don't know. Maybe we'll watch Rebellion and we'll be wrong. I don't know. I'm not completely without hope. I mean, also, like, I don't need that. Like, this, in terms of, like, like, rep- the representation or whatever, like, it's beautiful as it is already. And it, I don't know. I didn't have a problem with it. I don't know. <sighs> Can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. Just now, as we were recording, um, I remembered that um, there's a Zeta Gundam character named Kotz, and there's a musical that everybody's tweeting about called Cats, <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'm Googling images of Kotz Kobayashi, and I'm trying to... <laughs> like, come up with a joke here. You're I'm trying, trying to come, to come up, up with a good with, tweet. You're coming up with a tweet specifically for M. I actually am going to close the because <laughs> I have come across something problematic. Um, Oops. Zeta. I can I talk to you about something with Zeta that I don't think I've ever. Mm-hmm. There's a weird line and. You kind of chalk it up to like the 80s and like translating and like I always kind of sweep it under the rug and it's probably not a thing. I sh- it's a th- it's a thing. There's a line where Camille says he's not a new type. He's just autistic or something. Um, mm-hmm. And the thing I stumbled across just now is like a fucking hateful meme about Camille. Um, mm. When I'm just trying to find pictures of my beautiful idiot child, Kotz, I'm coming across hateful memes of my beautiful son, Camille, um, mm. and their perfect beauty. Um, so. I don't remember the last time I watched... Well, that's not true. I watched Devilman Crybaby last night. I was going to say, last, I don't remember the last time I watched an anime about a boy. <laughs> You're watching the anime about boys, from what I understand. I know nothing about Devil, except that is some MLM bullshit. It is some MLM bullshit. Like, honestly, it really is. It's very frenetic so far, and very... uh... So, okay, there's been, like, three animes of Devilman, and one Mm -hmm. of them has spiders in it, and I need you to tell me if the one you're watching is the one with the spiders in it. But it's not I don't know. episode three, I think. So I don't know. Can we end the podcast? I'm about to fall asleep. Yeah, we can end the podcast. Uh, anime... I'm also kind of twirling my microphone around my face like a goddamn weirdo. Because I don't <laughs> want to lean forward to talk into it anymore. Anime is good, actually. Anime is good. Anime is for jerks, and I'm queen jerk. We have an anime podcast now. I can't believe you're turning me into an anime person. We have an anime podcast now. Do we? Wait, do we? You will see the tears of time. Wait, do we have an anime podcast? Next time now? on Export Audio. Wait, hold on. What is. <laughs>
This is an anime podcast. We spent like an hour and a half talking about anime. Oh, I thought you meant like you had started a new podcast on the network to talk about anime. And I'm like, I didn't think. (laughs) No, you and I just stumbled into making an anime podcast, which really who could have foreseen that the people who decided to make a podcast about Legend of Korra and Castlevania, the TV show, would end up making a podcast about anime. I don't know how we could have predicted this. What do we want to do next? Kill a kill. That's like months away. Well, yeah, we do some fucking filler episodes in between that no one talks about. <laughs> Just like we did between this episode and Transgirlvania. <laughs> When's, when's fucking export audio Kai that, that like just cuts all the bad episodes? Just kidding. There aren't any bad episodes. <laughs> We're already living in the timeline where export audio Kai is happening. And it's it's this it's it is what is in the feed. <sighs> we have a reverse export audio Kai, which is import audio, <laughs> <laughs> which I don't update anymore because Halcyon's been on hiatus and I just don't cut things from this show like I used to. <laughs> There's just nothing to cut, dog. And Digimondays is gone. And I could ask Ray. I could ask Ray for university things, and I just forget to. Mm-hmm. We love Ray. We love Ray. <sighs> Ray's great. I'm Friend so of the show. Sleepy dog. I'm so fucking sleepy. Well, you know what they say about sleeping dogs? They don't get a sequel. Mrs. <laughs> 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 